This is the Fed and Fit Podcast, starting your week off with motivational thoughts on real food and fun fitness activities with Cassie Joy Garcia and co-host Carissa Talbot. Remember our disclaimer, the information and opinions shared in this podcast are solely those of any given individual and not a substitute for medical advice. And here are the ladies. And we're back again. I am joined once more by my beautiful, lovely, intelligent, um, I'm running out of adjectives. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, wonderful sister, Samantha Garcia. Thanks for joining me again, Sam. Thank you for having me again. Of course. We are ending or nearing the end of our Fed and Fit college student mini series. Um, but I really think we've saved some of the best for last. And these are, this is probably the episode that when I, I have a several speaking engagements scheduled across um, different colleges and universities this fall, because this is something that is so near and dear to my heart, um, going and speaking to college students and just really empowering them and knowing that they got this and then telling them what the easy buttons are to really feeling great and doing their best in school. Um, And so one of the reasons we wanted to put this series together was so that we had a great reference to recommend for folks to listen to um, for more information. And I have a feeling, Sam, that this episode is going to be the one that um, we say, if you can, listen to all four. And if you can't, definitely listen to the last one. Um, and there's a chance yeah. that we uh, we have a bonus one if we don't get to everything today. But just stay tuned. It's I think we got some good stuff. So um, before we get to that, um, I just want to play Guess Who's at My House with Samantha. Can you guess who's at my house? Can I guess? Yeah, you can guess. Um, Gus? It's my your yuppie guess. puppy. Oh, my yuppie puppy. Don't call him a yuppie puppy. <laughs> He's totally Eli. Eli. Eli is Gus's best friend. He's a little miniature schnauzer. And he thinks that he's Gus's size, and Gus thinks that he's Eli's size. Mm-hmm. They're pretty cute. So, anyways, cute together. he got to go on our walk this morning, and oh, I'm sure he loved that. It was a blast. So that was great. Um, and last piece of news before we jump into the meat of today's show, um, uh, Samantha and I leave. I guess tomorrow we're recording this on on Wednesday. What is it? September second. Yes. Um, and we leave tomorrow for my bachelorette extravaganza. And I'm Woo-hoo! I'm so excited. Um, my amazing friends agreed to indulge one of my fantasies of going to hike a part of the Appalachian Trail for my bachelorette trip. So we're all packing our backpacks and we got our sturdy walking shoes on. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. And then we're going to spend a little time in Boston afterwards. So that'll be fun. So if you are listening to this on Monday morning when the show goes live, um, we are still in Boston. And you've probably seen a lot of pictures. Um, But when we get back, we'll do a fun little... We can talk all about it. We'll maybe do a camping episode so you can hear about, you know, what we eat on the trail and things like that. So it'll be really helpful. 
Okay, well, let's jump into it. Um, I introduce Samantha on every episode, but I just want to make sure that you guys, if you are listening to only this one and not the previous, that you know um, who Sam is and why I have brought her on the show. Um, Sure, it's because she's my sister. I love talking (laughs) to her. I love working with her. She has a beautiful voice. (laughs) Thank you. Um, But she is... (laughs) She's also just one of the most well-rounded, balanced professionals. She has her master's in, I'm going to say student affairs development. I know it's slightly different words, but I think that's the easiest way to describe it. That works perfectly. Uh, does it? Okay, good. Um, so that she has her master's in that, and essentially what her job is, and she works at a university um, here in San Antonio, but um, her expertise is really in walking students through transitions in life, you know, and that could be the um, senior of high school to becoming a freshman in college kind of transition and really helping to empower them to, you know, to handle that with a lot of grace and with a lot of um, power, you know, really be purposeful with that time of their life. Um, And she's also, I mean, the girl is just has a wealth of knowledge. Of course, she's been in college for a long time. So she's been a student and she can speak to that. But I just, I think that, anyway, she's got some really great insight and I'm excited to have her. So if you missed episode three, we talked all about the Fed and Fit College student in a food plan. We covered the freshman 15. We covered why that happens and how you can prevent it, how to eat on campus, how to eat off campus, things like that. And we have some bonus information that we kind of just want to rapid fire go through, you know. Um, And we're going to call this food part two. But these are probably some of the questions that are going to come up during the semester. Um, And like I've said from the beginning, even if you're not a college student, some of this information is definitely relevant. And it it can apply no matter where you are in life because there's always going to be stressful times. You may not have an actual final scheduled or a midterm coming up, but you probably have a big work project and you're having to sacrifice sleep and you want to know what are the best options to take care of yourself. So we're going to cover some of that now. So, alrighty, Sam, I have a question for you. Yes. (laughs) Let's jump into this. I would love to know, what do you recommend, let's say if I'm a college student and let's say I'm a fight in Texas Aggie, because maybe I am, and (laughs) class of 2008 and I actually just wrote that I may have already said this on the series forgive me but we just wrote a letter of recommendation for someone who's applying for Texas A&M next fall she's going to be a senior in high school and she's going to be the class of 2020 oh my gosh (laughs) I was like you know when you talk to grads um, Mm -hmm. Aggie alumni and so I'm other alumni, I'm sure, is the same, but you don't realize how fast the time goes until you hear what year people are. <laughs> so right, it's a 12-year difference. But anyways, um, okay, so let's say I'm a college student, and I'm dying to know, well, what can I eat before a test that will really help me do well? Because I've Googled it before, and I've mm-hmm. read flax seeds and blueberries are really good. Um, but I want to know what should I eat before a test that'll really help? Or is there some kind of like an energy pill or should I just go ahead and drink a bunch of caffeine? What do you recommend? Totally. Good question. It's kind of our food for thought that we touched on, uh, last episode. Like what's gonna, what's gonna make you feel comfortable and feel good during your tests, you know, so Mm -hmm. that it can help you focus. So really what we want to touch on is 
have some calming foods or drinks. So that could be some herbal tea, um, healthy starches. Uh, that could be really calming as well. So healthy starches could be um, turnips. Let's see. What Sweet else? Sweet potato. <laughs> Sweet okay. potatoes. You're the, you're the expert on the foods. Yeah, that's um, true. I do dream about food all day long. Uh, sweet potatoes, <laughs> great. Starches are, are starches, excuse me, squashes. So mm. acorn squash, butternut squash, um, pumpkin, you know, stuff like that. And I really think that a sweet potato, if you listen to our food episode, we talked about how you could, if you're living in a dorm room and you don't have access to an oven, you could always just take a sweet potato, wrap it in a wet paper towel and microwave it. And make yourself a little baked sweet potato, you know, about three minutes, give or take. You might have to add more or subtract some depending on the size of your sweet potato. But that sweet potato, the wonderful vitamins and minerals that are found in it naturally and the carbohydrates are really going to be soothing and really calming. You know why we crave really carb-dense foods when we're stressed out is because those carbs are calming. And Mm -hmm. so when you're stressed out already and getting ready for a test – it's a really great idea to surround yourself with calming foods that are actually healthy for you. So don't just go run for the pasta stand um, and try not to go just eat a really light salad and a big cup of coffee because that's probably going to leave you feeling extra shaky. So Exactly. Those are all great. Um, proteins and fats that you know you handle well is another really good option. So if you know that you handle uh, tuna salad with a little mayo in it, you know, then that would be a good option if you know that's not going to upset your stomach. This is not the time to go experiment and try out that new Chinese food restaurant in town um, right before a test. And some really good safe alternatives are going to be eggs. There's wonderful fatty acids um, and other really important nutrients found in an egg, the whole egg. We're talking about the yolk and the egg whites. Eat the whole darn thing. It's so good for you. Um, Mm -hmm. And then sardines are another great option. Wild Planet Foods has um, pretty good sardines. They're wild caught, as the name implies, and you're going to get some of those omega-3 fatty acids along with some other uh, ones that I won't bore you with right now, but those are really, you can think of them as brain food. It's really going to help you focus. It's it's great for you to learn on, so take those throughout the semester, but it's especially great when you're trying to perform. Perfect. So, Cassie, I'm going to be going to a bunch of fight and tech saggy football games this coming um, fall. And I know I'm going to be going to tailgates. And I remember in college going to tailgates. Well, it was very rare that I went to them. But (laughs) when I would go to them, it was, you know, there's kegs of beer. There's all the fixings. Of course, there's yummy meats and maybe some veggies, things like that. Mm -hmm. And typically there's some water. But mostly the focus, obviously, at a tailgate is to drink some beer. Um, but what do you recommend if, if we're going to tailgates and we want to keep on track as far as like making sure that we're taking care of ourselves and that we're not going to feel terrible the next day? Oh, that is a great question, Sam. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, my number one recommendation for you crazy tailgaters is to make sure you bring your bottle of water. Like, we are berating the issue here. Um, we cannot stress it enough. Episode number two of this series was all about water and hydration and why it's so important. So if you want to know why, go give that a listen. But here we're just going to say, bring yourself a bottle of water. You will be so thankful you did. Because tailgates are usually, there's a long period of time before you're ever going to go home again. Water might be hard to find. And then you're going to a football game. 
And that's another three to four hours of hanging out in the sun and the outside. So please bring yourself some water. It will really help. Um, as far as food goes, go for those grilled meats. You know, whatever doesn't have any kind of sauce on it. Let's say if they've grilled up some chicken poppers, those are great. Um, and then try to snack on some raw, crunchy veggies. Don't go for the beans and try to avoid the rolls. Um, stick to the veggies and the meats and you'll be feeling good. And then, oh, I put it on another bullet point, stay hydrated. So apparently we really, really mean it. And then if you are looking to drink alcohol, though beer is going to be everywhere, I recommend that you stick to wine or drinks mixed with clear liquor. So this is talking to you, those of you who are going to be of age, but you're probably not going to find wine or other mixed drinks at a tailgate. And so what you might do is just go ahead and bring yourself some. Bring yourself a bottle of wine and make some friends and share. But that way you make sure that you're not, you know, getting a major gluten exposure from the beer because that's what's available. And then you'll be paying for that come Sunday and Monday and classes are starting up again and you have foggy head and you can't quite wake up and you can't quite focus. Well, it's probably because of um, some of the foods you ate over the weekend. Okay, next question. Hey, Sam, I've got a question. <laughs> yes. So, um, I think I always secretly wanted to be an actress. So, this is... This is You're doing a great job. I would hire you. You would? This is fulfilling <laughs> one of those dreams of mine. Okay, so let's say that I... Um, so, I, let, I stay up pretty late. And mm -hmm. I eat dinner, and I listen to your Fed and Fit college student series... And I know like now about three square meals and to avoid snacking and, you know, I know why because I really want to make sure my energy levels are nice and high um, throughout the day. But I have dinner at 7 o'clock and sometimes I'm up until midnight or sometimes even 2 a.m. if I've got a major project I'm trying to work on. And that's a long time and I get kind of hungry and I kind of just want to snack on something. So what should I snack on when it's late at night? Right. And that's probably something you're going to run into a couple times within your college career, maybe more than you would really like to. I know some of my students are telling me they're like, Sam, I was up until 4 a.m. last night studying. And then I had class at 8 a.m. that morning. I'm just like, wow, you need to go to bed. Um, <laughs> so it's going to happen. And you're probably going to be hungry during those times where you want to snack on something that is going to keep you awake, you know. So if you're we don't recommend that you do some late night snacking if you, again, want to have your um, energy levels up and you're feeling good throughout the day. But if it's kind of a thing that you have to do, you need to study for that test a little bit more that you have the next day or you have a test in a couple of days, whatever the case is, drink some herbal teas. Um, Traditional Medicinals is a really great brand. That's my favorite. Um, I always like... You don't want to drink this before you go to study, but there's sleepy time tea. Um, it always calms me down, makes me feel good and uh, ready to go to sleep. But obviously you don't want to do that before you study. So drink some herbal teas that will really calm you down and help you focus. Something nice and warm and soothing will, will kind of let you focus in on what you've got in front of you. Okay. And then also if you're really, really up late and you need something to eat because you legitimately get hungry, then have a, have a protein bar. A healthy protein bar is a really good option. Um, RX bars are really delicious and they're pretty squeaky clean. So 
go for a protein bar and kind of avoid the more crunchy, snacky things. Like some people may think, oh, I'm going to have some baby carrots and just crunch on those. While those aren't terrible, they it's just a lot of snacking. That is, again, not something that Cassie or I recommend as far as what you're doing with your, if you're up late or just during the day. Totally. You know, and just to gonna like touch on that, that's a really great point about the carrots, Sam. You know, mm-hmm. the reason I don't recommend crunchy vegetables like that for snacking is because just kind of mindless eating like that feeds more mindless eating. So even mm-hmm. though you're just crunching on carrots, that seems pretty benign, right? Carrots aren't really going to hurt you. Um, but next thing you know, the, the munchy carrots are over with and you're like, well, I finished those. What else can I have? And then mm-hmm. you start looking around and you find, find some Cheetos and some nuts. And next thing you know, you like, you've just eaten a Thanksgiving dinner of junk food. <laughs> <laughs> so um, try to be really purposeful. If you are going to snack, make sure it's really purposeful. You've thought about it. The RX bars, for example, that really good protein, and we'll link to all of the brands that we're talking about in the show notes, just so you can have quick, easy access. It'll all be at one spot. Um, But those RX bars are a really great option because it's giving you the protein, the sugar, and the fat that will help give you the nourishment to get through that night, right? Get through that spell. If you are up actually really late and you really do need an additional small meal, you know, but mindless crunching and mindless snacking is not, doesn't serve you very well. Um, and if you do want to mindlessly do something like Sam said, mindlessly sip on caffeine free herbal tea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's see. Is this your question? <laughs> I'm losing track. Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Cassie. Hi, I Sam. have a question for you. <laughs> so, wow, we're. We would never be hired if we tried to be actors. I know. It's It's a good thing we both found other professions. Oh, man. But I've been thinking about it a lot lately. I'm listening to Amy Poehler's Yes, Please. And I was like, I could do that. I could be Amy Poehler. Oh, my gosh. She made me think the same thing. And then I went on and I listened to Mindy Kaling's Is Everyone Hanging Out Without Me? And I was like, oh, my gosh. We're the same person. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, they're just so relatable. That's why they sell so many copies. They are. They're great. It's girls. a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing. Okay, so my question, Cassandra, mm-hmm. is if I am falling asleep in class or I'm having trouble focusing, which happened a lot for me in my undergrad and grad school sometimes, um, either I have like a late class or I have an early class, I didn't get enough sleep beforehand, but I just can't stay awake and the professor is throwing things at my head to to keep me up or he's marking off points on my grade and that's just not a good thing all around. What can I be doing to help myself out beforehand and then um, do some troubleshooting maybe? Ooh, that's another great question, Sam. So what I say, and I totally suffered from this, you guys, please know, I was one of those students that... And I didn't realize I had major food intolerances. That's really what it boils down to. Um, but I, I thought I was narcoleptic. I really did. I would sit down in class. And I love school, you guys. I love learning. I love homework. I am such a nerd. And I'm such a... I like sitting in the front row. I like getting there early. I take all the good notes. And I had the hardest time staying awake. It was a sincere struggle. And then sometimes I had a really hard time focusing if I was awake. 
So what I recommend that you do, what's actually probably going on is you are probably eating, drinking, or having a behavior um, that is not conducive with what makes your body thrive. And that's that distinct answer, the really detailed answer is going like, what is it? Well, then what is it bothering me? That's going to be different for every person. Okay. So if you really want to fine tune an answer, you're going to have to, you're going to have to figure that out for yourself. However, we can give you some very broad range advice that will help you get you 80% of the way there. So what I recommend you do, if you are falling asleep in class and having trouble focusing, take yourself on as a little homework project. I want you to like right there in that class, if you're having, if you're falling asleep or right after the class, whatever it is, write down on your notebook, what you ate, everything you ate earlier that day. And if it's your first class of the day, what you ate the day before, how much sleep you got last night and how much water you've been drinking. And if when you read through that, you see that you have not been getting enough sleep, there's your easy button. You need more sleep. And I promise you will start to feel better in class. If you were like, oh my goodness, I can't remember the last, the water in my water bottle that I'm carrying around in my backpack right now is the same water from yesterday. Well, there you go. You need to be drinking more water. Listen to episode two. And then if you're looking at your food of what you ate and you see, I want you to circle anything or highlight anything that includes grains. So that's wheat, corn, um, rice, pasta, bread, all of those things. Circle anything that includes grains. Circle anything that includes sugar. So cupcakes, um, what else has sugar? Ice cream um, or just an excessive amount of carbohydrates, right? So let's say you went to McAllister's and you got one of those enormous potatoes. Um, I'm all, I love potatoes. I'm a potato girl, but those are really, really big. So circle anything that has an enormous amount of carbs, grains, or sugar. And then the next day, again, as part of your own homework project, taking on yourself, I want you to get more sleep. I want you to drink more water and I want you to try to not eat those foods that you ate before. And then go back to your notebook and write how you're feeling. Are you staying awake in class all of a sudden? You know, are you finding it easier to focus? Well, there's your answer. You can get there. So do not think that you're always going to be sleepy in class. You can really get there. You can thrive in your studies. And you can feel like that awesome with it student that does not, um, doesn't have a hard time just staying awake. You know, I know that you're a good student and you've got a lot of potential. You just need to set yourself up so you can do your amazing work. Awesome. Good answer. Oh, good. (laughs) That was just, you know, shooting from my hip. As always. I'm just kidding. Samantha and I have notes that we prep. (laughs) Don't tell them our secrets. We're we're magicians here. We are. We are word magicians. Okay. (laughs) Next up. Um, okay, so that's pretty much it with food. If you guys have more questions, um, especially all of you college student listening, college students listening, please comment on the blog post, and I will definitely get to your questions from there. You're welcome to email me. I've got a contact form on my website. That's fedandfit.com. Um, so you can find everything there. You can find the show notes there, and I'd love to start a dialogue. I'm here for you. As is Sam. So if you ask me a question I don't know, I'm going to go run to Samantha and ask her for advice. Okay, next up, um, I think this might be the last section for today, but it's a really, really good one, and I know that it's probably one that's on a lot of your minds. So when it comes, we're going to talk about fitness. This is the last pillar. So of the pillars of health to be the fed and fit college student, we first and foremost, and this is also by priority, 
we have sleep. Second, we have water and hydration. Third, we have food. Okay, and fourth is fitness. So just to show you, sleep and water are even more important than your food choices. And your food choices are more important than your fitness. But all four will kind of help hold you up and make you feel your best. Okay, so moving on to this fourth pillar, we're going to spend the least amount of time talking about it because it's something that you can personalize, but we do have some tips that are going to help empower you. So what you need to do is figure out who like, or what fitness activities do you want to do in college, okay? Because the, the world is your oyster. You can do anything you want to do. This is an awesome, pretty rare opportunity where you can just, and anybody else listening who's not a college student, you can redefine what kind of an athlete or what kind of fitness avenue you want right now. You can make a totally different decision and go do something you want to do. But that's what we want, is we want you to essentially audit yourself, think about the activities that you did in high school. What physical activities did you really enjoy? What did you not enjoy? And then choose something in between those that leans more towards something that you know you're going to like doing and then plan on doing that in college and that being your fitness outlet. So let's review some of the options. Okay, so one of the options for a fitness outlet in college could be the gym bunny. You could be one of those people that goes to the rec center and likes to work out on all the machines and stay on all those things, and that's great. Um, And the way to really make that work for you is Sam and I recommend that you can look up workouts online Mm -hmm. and find something to follow that way. That would be great. Um, You can also start – they all usually have personal trainers there, and so you can pick their brains and say, hey, you know what? I'm really looking for a 30-minute workout because i got to go get to class in an hour, um, but what do you think I can do? That's an option. Intramural sports are a great option. If you are, maybe you're not a collegiate athlete, um, but you're, you're, you're pretty good and you want something fun and you really enjoy team sports, that's a great one to go for. That was, that's not me. I'm actually not a gifted athlete, but, (laughs) but I really admired the people who, um, we're really talented on intramural sports. Um, let's say another fitness avenue could be collegiate sports. This is like the legit ESPN fight and text saggy football type athletes. And you probably don't need our help, but we're here for you if you do. Maybe uh, post-grad. Maybe post-grad. Post-grad come knocking. Oh, I have worked with several people who did play college ball and um, life and food and nutrition needs and Physical fitness things all changed a lot, and that becomes a whole nother riddle. Maybe we'll talk about that on a future podcast. Okay, another fitness avenue could be running. If you love to run or that's something that you want to do, that can definitely be an avenue. We encourage you to find runs, sign up for them, um, join uh, campus organizations that are centered around running. You know, you can really make some friends around that. Um, adventure sports is, could be another avenue. If you like the idea of mountain biking, every single college and university, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that they probably have some kind of, um, like mountain biking club that you can join. Um, Sam brought up a good point. Rock climbing is another really good one. That's an adventure sport that you can do. The Texas A&M rec. Sorry we talk about... Aggieland so much. It's just my my most distinct point of reference. Um, this is where I got my undergrad. Um, but rock climbing is a great one. They have an enormous rock climbing wall there at the rec center. 
Mm-hmm. A um, lot of um, go ahead. Uh, universities, colleges, and universities have rock climbing walls now in their rec centers. Oh, good. Uh, it's kind of more of a standard thing now. So definitely check those out and jump on and have some fun. Jump on it. Jump on it. <laughs> Um, and then last but not least, another fitness avenue is walking to class. Do not underestimate the power of walking to class. Um, that is, that's a great one. You're going to get in a lot of steps and that takes us right into our tips to get there. So best ways to get to your best fitness avenue, Sam, you want to just run through these real quick? Yeah, totally. Okay. So you want to invest in a pedometer. Fitbits are our personal favorites. Um, but that's really going to help motivate you to say like, oh, I got my 10,000 steps today because I had about five different classes and I walked all around campus and did all the things today. <laughs> um, and that really happens. And I have students that have their Fitbits. It's typically they're being sold now in your university bookstore. So mom and dad may have left you some money for um, to use in the bookstore, to use on campus. And you have some leftovers, so go you go got, go buy yourself a Fitbit. Um, it's totally worth the investment and the motivation to continue walking and continue moving. Um, sign up for classes that are in that are offered in your rec center uh, or in your gym. Texas A&M had a whole banquet of um, uh, different classes you could take, group exercise classes that are typically free or at a very low cost. I think I maybe paid like. $5 a semester to do yoga every day. Um, so that's something really, that's a really good thing to, to jump into and get involved with. If your campus doesn't have those group exercise classes or you're having trouble finding them, one, go ask your rec center, see if like get a, get a person. I love talking to humans. They can probably tell you more than a website can, um, at some points. Um, or, See, if they really don't have anything, then look for places off campus. If you want to get involved with CrossFit, that's a really great place to build a community and feel like you have some accountability with people that really care about you and want to see you reaching your goals. Or go find a yoga studio off campus. Um, find some places around uh, where you're going to school that you can maybe do some trail running if that's what you're into or do some hiking, whatever the case is. Do some things that – find some places that – can get you off campus, especially if you live on campus, to where you can recharge and um, feel more like yourself. So that's really important is to get off campus when you can. And doing exercises can be a really great part of that. Okay. Um, And then also, if you want to go to the gym, but maybe you're a little bit afraid, like I was that way in undergrad. I had a friend, she was a gym bunny. And, um, she loved going to the gym and finally I was just like, Hey Kelly, can I go with you? And she's like, yeah, totally. So her and I were gym buddies for a little while and I absolutely loved, love that. Um, and then also set yourself a schedule that you will honor and always try new things, especially if you are in a singular sport. So running, that's all you want to do. Running definitely needs yoga and some kind of strengthening in it. If you really want to be well-rounded. Mm-hmm. Um, schedule hangouts and study breaks that are active. We at AM sand volleyball was really, really popular. So if you have a sand volleyball courts or your group of friends are into something else then schedule those things, um, those t- there's typically, uh, arenas or gyms or fields that you can go <laughs> rent during the day and, or even in the evening from your rec center or somewhere on campus, maybe off campus too. And you can get your fitness in that way. And it's also a really good time to hang out with people. And then 
Overexercise is a thing. If you're going to do, be doing a lot of exercise, maybe you should take, you should definitely take some breaks. So give your, yourself at least two rest days each week. Um, you can work out multiple times during your on days, but take those rest days they are really, really important to help your body recharge and, um, get to where it's, it's feeling really, really good. Um, so that's about all the, the little tips I have. Those are great, Sam. I really think that's really well-wounded. Well-wounded. I can well never say wounded. that. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, that was that was pretty much it, you guys. We might do a bonus episode coming up um, in the middle of the week. We'll just publish it, mini one, about mindset in college and how to, like, if you find yourself feeling down, um, how to get back up again because that's something that a lot of people really struggle with and we really want to address it head on. Um, but in the meantime, encourage you to go back and listen to parts one, two, and three for more information about how to be a fed and fit college student and know that Samantha and I are always here for you. Um, you can definitely email me, and if you have questions for her, I can forward them on to her. But thanks again for joining me on the series, Sam. It's been a lot of fun. It has been. Thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So much fun. We'll definitely Let's do it again. Let's do it again sometimes. <laughs> okay, everybody, you guys have a great week, um, and we will be back again with some more goodies. Talk to you soon.